Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hello, and welcome to the How to Be a Better Person podcast. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book of the same name. This week, I'm talking about one of the things that many people who took my survey named as something they've tried to do to be a better person that ultimately didn't work. And that's trying to make other people happy. I find that people-pleasing is often linked to a fear or discomfort with the idea of being selfish. It seems like it must be more noble to take care of other people's needs than your own, right? Well, it's not that clear-cut. There's a reason every parenting book ever talks about putting your own oxygen mask on first. You can't give to others from an empty cup, and you are worthy of taking care of your own needs. So, today, I wanted to talk to someone who is a total expert at doing good in the world by living unapologetically as yourself. Lisa Cherney, also known as the Queen of Clarity, has been mentoring entrepreneurs for over 20 years. In 2014, after 15 years in business, Lisa got effing real and dismantled her successful seven-figure business, which taught her that just because something is successful and people like it, It doesn't mean you have to keep doing it. I think you can see why I thought she'd be so good to speak to the subject of getting over over pleasing. Lisa, it's so great to have you. Welcome. Thanks. I'm super excited to be here. (laughs) So you have a podcast and a business called Get Effing Real. I'm not using the actual word because I hear from many listeners who listen with their kids. So I want to be respectful of that. But I want to know what you mean when you say get real. I was inspired to help people be more honest with themselves and then with others. And I knew I needed to help people get real, but I it wasn't strong enough, urgent enough, so that's why I added the the subtle f in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> and it it really is about living an authentic life, except what does that even really mean? So I decided to put some meat on those bones. (laughs) Fantastic. You know, it's something that we kind of say to each other as sort of a sassy comeback, like, oh, get real. But there's just a lot more meat to it there. And when I was surveying my listeners, and many of them listed trying to make other people happy as something they've done to try to be better people, but that didn't work. I wanted to know, I mean, I think this is really tied into getting real. Why does trying to please other people backfire? Well, in my experience of 21 years working with mostly business owners, I call them mission-driven entrepreneurs because there's usually a passion or a purpose behind what they what they do. In my experience, if they if they default to putting other people first, like 100% of the time, that's just their mode of operation. 
I find that that over time they lose themselves. It's like they they don't even know what do I even like or how would I even want to do it. And so it's especially detrimental when you override what you want or what would make you happy and put other people first all the time. And boy, does that send a message to yourself that you're not important. And that really creates a, a pattern that is can be really destructive. Yeah. When, how common would you say it is? Is it like a recurring theme that you see or, or what? I think that it is very common. It's, it's, I think it's more uncommon to be like me. And people kind of look at me like I'm in a museum sometimes, like you just tell them that, or you just, you just be that, or, you know, because there's so, I feel like it's, it's a multifaceted challenge that has roots in so many different areas from like, getting in trouble for being you when you were a kid to being embarrassed and judging of who you are to worrying about people's reaction and wanting to avoid conflict like there's it's just just so many layers that all result in people pleasing got it so when you encounter these folks you know you're coaching them and you are starting to perceive that this idea of being selfish or take putting themselves first or whatever is bad like how what do you say to them how do you coach them through that I the first thing that I do is I ask them to really do like an inventory of all the things they're tolerating so I actually have these 12 GFR commandments that were collected over my 21 years of coaching these mission-driven folks and seeing how they're getting in their own way and like what is standing in the way of them getting out there and doing the work they want to do. And so the, the, the first one, they're not really in any order, but the first one happens to be don't compromise. And each commandment has a question that sort of helps you inquire. And the first one is that goes with don't compromise is what am I tolerating? And I really love people and encourage everyone to do a little just inventory. You don't even need to commit to changing anything, but just doing this inventory of all the different things in your life that you're like, yeah, I, I tolerate that messy garage. I tolerate my kid kind of having an attitude with me. I tolerate not having int intimacy with my husband. I tolerate a job when I really want to, you know, ha open up my own business. Like, it, it's so important just to be real. And even if we don't change a thing, but we just like, okay, you know, I, I realize this is not working for me, but this is where I'm, this is where I'm willing to be right now. But then the secret is, is that people do wind up making changes. <laughs> I, I always say that awareness is the first step. Like you just can't change totally. something that you don't realize is going on. Absolutely. So and I also love, I mean, it's, this is kind of splitting hairs a little bit, but I love that you phrase it as, what are you tolerating? Because, you know, I think I come at things as, uh, you know, I talk to people who want to be better people and being tolerant is something that we often associate with being like a, a favorable quality, right? And, 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 it, and it is, we want to be tolerant of all different kinds of peoples and approaches and points of view and cultures and whatnot. But at the same time, everything has a flip side, right? So there can be things that we are being tolerant toward that maybe doesn't deserve our, our grace. Yes. Um, you know, when you, when I was preparing for this interview and you asked me about being selfish, he, one of the things that came to me is I think the people that are worried about being selfish 
don't have to worry about it because the people that are really selfish, they're not actually worrying about it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> almost by the product of, of worrying about it, you can for sure say you're probably not because, you know, <laughs> those, self, those selfish people out there, they're not, they never worry about that. <laughs> That's so true. I remember when narcissism was really starting to become a thing that everybody was aware of and talking about. And, and I felt like I recognized some narcissistic people in my my experience growing up. And I remember saying to a friend, like, do you ever wonder if you're a narcissist? And she said the same exact thing. She's like, I think if you're asking that question, they immediately (laughs) I would agree with your friend. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you advise someone who realizes the fact that they've been spending too much money? I mean, sorry, too much energy on making other people happy. So they raise their awareness, they get that it's happening. How do you like, uh, what are some of the practical steps that you advise them to take? So the first one would be to take an inventory. And, and two of my commandments are conducive to this. The, it's number one, don't compromise in that confession question of what am I tolerating? And here's the other one. I think you're going to like this one, Kate. It's number 12. And it says, find where you are holding yourself back and do whatever it takes to get out of your own way. And mm-hmm. the confession question, which is another way to do an inventory, is where am I holding myself back? And so I, 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 this is my stealthy, not so stealthy way of having somebody explore where they're spending too much energy on other people's happiness at the detriment of their own, right? So mm. if they could say, what am I tolerating? And they could say, where am I holding myself back? It will illuminate how they are, oh, I'm tolerating this partnership that I'm in when really I need to be flying solo. And, oh, okay, what am I tolerating in that partnership and how they're treating me and what am I not saying? And it helps people unpack all the different layers. And so that is for sure the first practical step that I give people is just do just for your own, confess to yourself. You know, my, uh, my podcast, my GFR podcast, the tagline is straight talk and confessions from successful, soulful entrepreneurs. And the confession is so potent. Uh, and I grew up as Jewish, so it's kind of funny that I talk about confessions. And, <laughs> but but it, it, to me, it is the idea of telling our, our secrets. And, you know, the 12-step program has a slogan, we're as sick as our secrets. And I mm-hmm. always really uh, took that one to heart. I think it's true. Yeah. I love that. Because that's also, you know, it's not, it's, it's really about kind of taking personal responsibility, right? Yes. Um, so is there anything else you'd like folks to know about how to get more comfortable with, as you put it, living unapologetically? Well, I would say two things. One is that in order to hear our own desires and to even be willing to take inventory like we're talking about, we need to slow down. It's like it, it, it's in my slowing down in my business and in my life, creating space. Um, I am a, a avid meditator, which I took on in that year that I was building that seven figure business and I was like completely imploding. I started to <laughs> meditate. I think we need to slow down in order to hear our own desires. So if you are hearing this episode and you're feeling like, okay, I need to have some tough conversations or I need, you know, I need to get real, but it feels scary. It's like if we can resist the urge to just get busy and Mm -hmm. fill it in with whatever, you know, keeps us from being present (laughs) um, to our feelings, that is such a powerful thing to do now more than ever. Slow down to hear our own desires. And then Mm -hmm. this, yeah, the second thing would be baby steps. 
I just always loved the idea of a baby step. It's like, what is the smallest, teeniest, tiniest little thing that you can do that you feel like you can do? And so just figuring out what the teeniest, tiniest baby step is to make a change in the direction you want, even if it's like, you know what, from now on, when my husband says he wants Chinese food, I'm going to tell him I don't like Chinese food. You know, (laughs) whatever that smallest way that we could assert ourselves or make a change is at least a step in the right direction. I love it. And my goodness, when I hear you talking about slow down, every cell in my body is like, yes, (laughs) yes. Not only do I agree with it on a cognitive level, but just, man, we all need reminders. And um, I'm taking that one to heart. So thank you. You're welcome. So how can folks who want more from you find you? My main website is gfr.life, L-I-F-E. And if you want the commandments, just add a forward slash and the number 12 and the letter C. So gfr.life forward slash 12C to get those 12 GFR commandments. And then you can check out my show, the GFR podcast and all the fun podcast places. Awesome, Lisa. Thank you so much for being here. You're so welcome. Hi, it's Kate. Back to me with your tiny assignment. And Lisa really spelled this out for us. And in the end, when I asked her for those practical steps, she said, you really need to slow down so that you can hear what you want, what you like, and just really get out of default mode, which I think people pleasing can become for a lot of people at different points in our lives, maybe even all people. And then to take a baby step, her example was to tell your husband that you confess that you really don't like Chinese food. Maybe there's a teeny tiny confession you could make in the next 24 hours about something that you would normally refrain from sharing because you didn't want to make somebody else upset. Like, you don't like that Netflix show that you've been watching with your husband, or you don't like Chinese food, or I don't know. I bet you know. I bet you have an idea of something that you've been tolerating, as Lisa says. So make a teeny tiny confession and always, always take this as yet another reminder that not only is it okay to slow down, but it's necessary and you deserve it. Today's podcast has been brought to you in part by Therapist Preferred Premium THC-Free CBD. Go to therapistpreferred.com and use promo code Kate Hanley for 20% off. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at KateHan, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 